T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's go to our buddy, Black Ready. What's up, Black Ready? Good morning, guys. Well, I'm about to go to bed, so good evening for me. But I, I, I want Kelsey to retire. I, I watched that documentary, and I cried. And I'm like, man, you got these kids. You got your son on the way. Thank you for your service. Just just, just ride the horse off and go make these bajillions of dollars talking and, and stop beating up your body. Like, I, I, I want him to retire personally, just selfishly. And, I, I, of course, you want him to be here. But, I mean, my I, goodness, man. I think I about that, I feel Black very Gritty. similar to, to Black Gritty. I feel very similar to Black Gritty, especially to the documentary point when you watch how badly Kylie me. wants him to retire. I like, know. how she, every year, please retire. Like, I feel bad. Like, I, I do. Like, I'm I'm really conflicted on this. Well, I think about a guy like Rodney McLeod with that as well, who we got to know really well last year when he hosted some shows with us. I mean, he's also 11, 12-something years into it. He's a smaller football player than some. And sometimes it's like, man, get out before if you, you could get injured, like really injured. Yeah. He's got every yeah. body part iced. Which guy? And, and, Jason and he, Kelsey and in that no, documentary. No yeah. And he's tush pushing and busting his brain all up. Just just sit down, White Knight. You you, you slayed enough dragons. Uh, but I've called for a specific reason. Slim Richie. Yes. Uh, you and Ike are, are my daughter's favorite on the radio station. Uh, she's got a thing for the players, you know, and I showed her your haircut. And she was like, that's my Richie. That's the Richie I like. She's like, tell him don't throw him back out. I was like, oh, he did it for a good. She's like, okay. I told her why you did what you do with the hair. She's like, okay, I'll allow it. But she's like, that's my Richie. So just so you know. Very sweet. Gotta Black Gritty, let me ask you. look clean out there, boy. Got to nice. clean. Let me ask you a question because an idea yeah. just came to me, and I'm going to have to give you credit, maybe 5% of the proceeds. So my buddy was a thing many years ago. You know, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. And my buddy. Yes. What a my jingle. Buddy, my buddy. Yes. Wherever, wherever I go, go he <laughs> goes. My buddy. My buddy. My buddy. All right, Black Ritty, here's, here's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at coming to stores for the next holiday season, my Richie. It's going to be like a little, for like four-year-olds, three-year-olds, it's like a little stuffed animal of Richie. Oh, no. And it, long hair or short hair? Short hair, problem. Could strength. you removable hair? It's my you have Richie. the long hair, you remove it for the haircut. <laughs> Bang! I mean, Black Curtis, you're, you're an entrepreneur. I mean, why don't, you, why don't you get on this one? You could probably make a buck, man. It's I mean, I, I mean, I could, well, my, that's my Richie. people will buy. I, I, wonder, I wonder if the, the, the my Richie could have a, a, a little buddy with little feet, you know, a little oh, sidekick. Wow. Microphone, you know what I mean? Sure. I don't know if anybody'd buy it, but ask me my question so I can go on the bed. Well, guys. I'll ask just say question. this. I'm smelling Joe Conklin next week with a My Richie song. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, all right Black Ritty, you get to ask anybody a question from history. What are you asking? Who's it to? I'm asking Pablo Escobar where X marks the spot. That dude's very billions of dollars, and I don't even know where it is. Baby. That's all I want to know, Pablo. Let me know. All right. That's that's funny. That's we all laugh at murder. But, yes, yes, Pablo no, Escobar. No, not at murder, at the X marking the spot. Yeah, well, I thought he was saying where the bodies were buried. No, no he's no, not no. where the other okay. stuff. What does he want money bodies is. for, okay. man? What's that going to do? I thought he was saying <laughs> how would you dispose of the bodies. He's talking about wow. a, a different thing. I, understand. I got we it. We assume okay. it was probably in a horrible way, but we'd still like the yep. money. Yeah, I got you. You got drugs <laughs> and you got murder. And they intersect quite often. I'm rewatching The Wire, by the way, right now. Speaking of drugs nice. and murder, it's good work. It's I, I had to do it. I, you know what? Sometimes you just need something that you love, and and it doesn't matter if it's your seventh go around, which it is for me, my seventh go around. But The Wire is where it's it at. actually should matter when you're watching something. The seventh, you know what, John? You after, should stop yourself you because something. you need not to with The Wire. Out, the Wire, I'll let new. this one. Plus, slide. after four hours with you, Run I would just want to go home and do what I really want to watch. 
No, do something new. <laughs> Grow. Grow. Branch out. <laughs> Branch out. All right, let, let's get to uh, – Let's. I just mentioned Conklin. So, here we go again. Joel Embiid, the injury. Mm-hmm. And only Joe Conklin can conceive it this way. Let's go on the road again. Embiid is hurt again. I'm not surprised we're in a jam again. This team I love has fallen, much to my chagrin. Basketball gods sure as hell are not our friend. So we're screwed again. Did we commit some kind of deadly sin? I know we'll never make it past the second round. Josh Harris teams are always run by a bunch of clowns. Missed opportunities. Sam Hinkie told us we had optionality. Adam Silver gave us Colangelo and he came up so teeny and Babs Botini the wrong move again traded Jimmy Butler took it on the chin again and we held on to that wussy Ben Simmons plus we discarded Mikael Bridges in the end what could have been we took Markel Fultz and passed on Jason Tatum Got fleeced by Danny Ainge. Then we lose to Boston every time we play them. I freaking hate them. So here we go again. Embiid is going under the knife again. The team I love just makes me play the violin. Woe is me, the Sixers are just f***ed again. <laughs> Pretty, pretty wow. good. How does he do it? The end pretty darn good. That was great. How does he do really it? He sounded he like sound Willie like Nelson. Willie. <laughs> it really does. Wow. It's incredible. It's unbelievable. I know you did the versatile thing yesterday. But yeah. Conklin is, he's hes amazing. Well, someone nominated him to win yeah, for versatile. I know. Yeah, no, Conklin's great. Look, see Conklin at the uh, Special Olympics PA Polar Plunge at Citizens Bank Park. That's this Friday. This Friday, February the 9th. Also. You can see Conklin and the City Rhythm Orchestra at the Broadway Theater in Pittman, New Jersey, coming up on Saturday, February 24th. Forty seats are left. That's not many. So get in and get in quickly to JoeConklin.com as people scramble throughout the Delaware Valley. JoeConklin.com for the 40 remaining tickets. Once again, tickets, once again, that's JoeConklin.com. A spectacular job by the incomparable Joe Conklin right there. Let's go to the phones. Let's get to Ken and Cinnamon. Hi, Ken. Good morning, friends. How are you today? Doing well, Ken. Yes, somebody nominated Joe Conklin yesterday, and you guys picked balls. So, dude, balls was very <laughs> versatile, man. Super versatile. <laughs> very, sure very, very. I'm sure that would have been Rhea's answer, friend. Okay, let's just. Gosh, let's, I'm let's... sorry, I missed that. <laughs> Don't we walk on the balls of our feet? Isn't that? Yeah, I thought of yeah. there. There's yeah. a lot more we didn't there's even get. So to. many yeah. with balls, like I'm a ball, sure like a gala. You go to the ball. Yeah. Like, there's so many. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You ever seen New Year's Eve there, Ken? What's that? You ever seen New Year's Eve? It's on... I, I, I've actually done that Times Square thing a oh. couple times, and it's the biggest waste of time. Like, I wish I had that time back in my life. I'm sure. Anything productive. So, so. why a couple um, times and not just once? Yeah, I did it <laughs> once, and that was enough, but it was cool. No, Can no, do it once. Ken, were you dating a girl that wanted to be there? I'm, no, I'm... it was it was different because the first time was 1992 yeah. when they didn't have the, the pens and all set up. And so we, we were in a bar on the Upper, upper East Side at, like, yeah. 11:25, and somebody got the brilliant idea to go down to Times Square, and so we all stumbled mm. onto a subway and stumbled off at 42nd Street and pushed our way through the crowd. Wow! I was the lead blocker, just shoving people out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Pull back. You know, I, can't, what you, I got stranded on the streets of New York one night on New Year's Eve and with, you slept, without right? a hotel yeah. room. Yeah, yeah, you told I us. slept down Brutal. with the garbage. That's brutal. And it was freezing. And after, I don't know how long. I mean, I'm I'm guessing maybe How old were you? I was was 24. Oh, active NFL player. Yeah. If only TMZ had been there. I think it was after my rookie year. Yeah, I was visiting my buddy that I now go up to Cape Cod with. And we were meeting up in New York City. He ended up... we got separated. And, oh, it seems and, that and way. And I was visiting him, so I had no idea where I was supposed to go. Before cell phones. Yeah, before cell phones. Yeah. Uh, was it? No. I had a cell phone. It wasn't working. Yeah. That's for sure. But it was after alcohol and was invented, right? At a certain point, 
Yes. Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> <That> didn't help. <laughs> hey, Ken, give me what you got on the Eagles to Brazil. So uh, I hate it um, for for all the reasons that everybody has said. It it is it is just it proves that there the one thing that thirty two NFL owners can can agree on is that if there's any way to make more money, yeah. they're all in. Um, I, I think it's utterly ridiculous. And for any Eagles, I've been to Sao Paulo on business a couple times. Mm. For any Eagles fans that might be thinking already, oh, let's plan our trip. Leave your jewelry at home. <laughs> Leave your wallet at home. Uh, and, and make sure you, you, you don't necessarily stay in the cheapest place because wow. uh, you'd be better off going to Baltimore. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Wow. So, Ken, give um, me a big-time answer. You get to ask anybody from history a question. Who are you asking and what's the question? I, assuming we're going to get an honest answer, the guy's responsible for some of the most historic words in the English language. I would ask William Shakespeare if he actually wrote that stuff. That's interesting. Shakespeare. Um, John, is that the question to ask Shakespeare? No. I mean, there, there's a lot. I mean, questions. people. there are people who believe that. No, there I are know. a lot of people yeah. who believe that Shakespeare wasn't Shakespeare. Yeah. Shakespeare was actually Christopher, Christopher Marlowe. Right. Yeah. Well, what would you ask to the writer of those amazing... What would you call them? Plays? Jeez. What would you call them? Yes. Well, I mean, please. they're books, they're plays, they're, yeah. you know. What would you ask him? How How'd you do it? did you ever arrive at iambic pentameter? Why? Yeah, that's not what I would ask. Did God, you... I hated that. No, no, I would not ask that. <laughs> I would I... ask, why did you write this stuff that I had to study at school? Thank you. <laughs> that's that's I mean, do you talk about something that could not interest me least than, than that stuff? But it's just... It's so monotonous but reading hold on. that. Now, I'm not a scholar. I understand that. Do you get the difference, though, between reading it and treasuring the story The story it, with, like, Romeo it, and Juliet? It. Romeo and Juliet living and dying is an all-time story. It. Do you acknowledge that? Uh, yes, I do. But the words became too dense for you? Doesn't, doesn't I, interest I, me at all. The words I, were I tough. I just don't care. <laughs> I, I just love don't, this. I just don't care. Ask your wife if she likes Honestly, Romeo and Juliet. I'm not a scholar. <laughs> It just doesn't, it's just <laughs> boring. You don't understand it. It's dumb, in my opinion. I don't dumb know. is not the word, I would say, but. Right. It's drawn out. <laughs> it's just. There's yeah. thou arts and, uh, you know, o's and o's and. Like, thou don't careth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. Let's. By the way, it's 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia as we broadcast today from the Tasted Cake studio. Let's listen to Roger Goodell upon the announcement last night of the Eagles. Um, to Brazil, Sao Paulo, Brazil, which apparently is the most populated uh, nation, I believe, in Brazil or uh, uh, city in Brazil. Let's listen to Goodell first as he's before the announcement. He's revving up the, you know, these overseas games matter for the NFL. Here's what he said. We are just incredibly enthusiastic about our growth on a global basis. Um, We are convinced we can be a global sport in the near future. Uh, Our ownership has committed to uh, allow more games to be played on an annual basis, on a global basis. Uh, we are excited about the fans' reaction, our media partners. Uh, I think this is uh, a great opportunity for the league, and we are committed to making it a global sport. So here's what I'll say to that. I get it, and if I was an owner or a commissioner, I'd do the same thing to get games overseas because you already got America. So now you want to try to get South America. You want to try to get Europe. You want to try to get Asia. You want to try to get Africa. I totally get it. I totally respect that. What irritates me as an Eagles fan is why does it have to be week one? Why does it have to be week one? Let's listen to Goodell with the official announcement. Brazil um, is new for us this year. Uh, We are incredibly excited. We're going to do it on our kickoff weekend, which is an unusual um, approach and different than we've ever done. We're actually going to play it on Friday night of our kickoff weekend. Uh, so we'll have Thursday night as our kickoff game. Friday night we'll come back from Brazil in Sao Paulo. The Philadelphia Eagles will be the host team in Sao Paulo. Um, and then we'll come back with Sunday night and Monday night and obviously a great, uh, a great group of games on Sunday afternoon with our two partners. So um, we think this is giving us an ability to access more fans, not just here in the States, but on a global basis. And I think it's going to be a huge hit. We're excited. Look, we'll take your reaction to the news of the Eagles to start the season in Brazil, 215-592-9494. I find it irritating, um, especially stemming from a 2023 Eagles season that was the most wonky schedule ever. I mean, we just had a playoff game a couple of weeks ago where, you know, they didn't get to Saturday, they didn't get to Sunday. It had to be Monday night. 
So you're fundamentally going to have a short week if they had even won that game, which, of course, they were nowhere near doing. But it would have been a short week in a round two. And, you know, it sounds looks, like you're blaming the schedule for some of the ineptitude from this last. You know season. what I'm more you're doing? Kind of, you're sort of conflating issues. I'm blaming here. the schedule for irritating me and my schedule. <laughs> and now they're doing it again. And they're all doing it because they're a bunch of pigs. and They want to make a buck. Look, I get the what, schedule did hurt the Eagles. It did hurt. Like, the factually, it did. I believe that. I believe that. But so, you're right about the pig part. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. They're just look. They, and, and one of the big trends, it's very clear now. That they're trying to do. The NFL is trying to get standalone games. They're removing games from Sundays and they're putting them on non conventional days. Didn't they always like to say that they weren't touching Friday nights because that's high school football night? Well, I, I don't guess know, that doesn't matter anymore. Th- at some point, that could get yeah. crossed in a more, you know, look, they started it with the Monday night thing 40, 50 years ago, whatever it was. They then went to the Thursday night thing. Then somewhere along the line, they went to the Sunday night thing. They're taking games away from one and four which get clumped with other games. They put them standalone. They make a tremendous amount of money. They're going to make more money on this Friday night game than they would on a regular Sunday game. So I get why they do it, but it irritates me as an Eagles fan that this is where the Eagles season has to start. Let's go to Tom in Dover. Also takes away a home game for the Eagles next year, which stinks. Good morning, Tom. Yo, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing today? Doing all right, Tom. Hey, 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 Joe, you know I was just telling Jimmy, man, you know I went to the Tokyo Bowl game when the Eagles played the game. So that was, what, 1989 yeah. or 90? No, 1990. Yeah, because I remember Mike Golick doing a Golick's got it from yeah, out there. I went, yeah, I went, I went, man. We had we had a ball, man, but we didn't have a we, – we, we got set back because they was telling us, yo, get some sleep, get some sleep, 12 hours different. So when we got over there, when everything was going on, we were sleeping. We was up <laughs> 9 o'clock at night, <laughs> 9 o'clock at night trying to find something to eat in, in, in Japan. Well, well. Listen, man, I, I think, I, I, I'm, you know, Joe, I'm listening, man, and I ain't even going to argue with you today, man. I think the commissioner and the owners of the league, man, don't care nothing about us as the fans, man. I do, man. You know, I'm a season ticket holder, so you're taking the game away from me this year. Well, Tom, let, Tom, let, let me ask you a question. I'm going to play devil's well, advocate for a second, not because you think I am always the devil. Yeah, that's true. But because I'm going to actually view this from the commissioner's standpoint and your standpoint as a fan if you weren't an Eagles fan. So, Tom, I'm going to give you two choices. Let's say the Eagles are not involved in the Friday game. Would you rather there be a Friday game or not be a Friday game? On Friday night, you could get the Dolphins and the Bills or you get no game. Which are you as a football fan choosing? I'd rather it not be a Friday night game. Yeah, period. but you'd be watching the Dolphins mm, and the Bills. I would watch it. You're I'm, telling a fib yeah, there, Tom. I, I probably would watch it, Joe. <laughs> but listen to this. I get my hair cut every other Friday at 6.30. You know, every yep. other Friday I'm in the barbershop getting my hair cut. You know, and Friday you, you worked all week. You get off on Friday. You got a lot of things to do. Who wants to try to? Now you got to run home and get ready to watch the football game. I, I probably would watch it. I'm not saying that I wouldn't. But, I mean, come on, man. I mean, football is supposed to be Sunday at 1. We're in total agreement that day. Sunday at 1 or Sunday at 4. Yeah. That's football, you know. Now, you did say something that I didn't understand because you, you called the Philadelphia Eagles a dynasty. No, I, I never called them a dynasty. You did so. The Eagles? I did not use that word. That's not true. Oh, I, what, what, what word I, did you use, Joe? I said they've been the most successful Philadelphia sports team. Okay, all right. Well, we can recently. Right, well, what makes them so successful? We won one championship. We won one Super Bowl. Well, first off, that's one more than anyone else won last decade. So, by that metric, they win. I, I, I'm, I'm oh, just Tom, I, I wasn't Tom. understanding that, Joe. No, well, 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 Tom. More successful the last ten years, the Eagles or the Flyers? I'm, I'm, you, you, you're talking. What were you talking about? Philly sports teams or football in a whole? Well, I said both. What I said is the Eagles are the most successful Philadelphia sports team in recent years. I'm not counting well, Villanova. I'm talking about the pro teams. Well, and then, well, and then I, I said, and then I said at the at the football level, they've been one of the more successful pro football franchises, and that's true. Uh, no, that's not true. Tom, you got to remember you're something about me. All I do is spit right. truth and wisdom. Oh, okay, Joe. Yeah. Spit. I'm not, I'm not arguing. I already said when I started to call, I'm not arguing with you today. No, no, this is I a non-argument thing. Tom, give me a great today. answer, man. I'm even going to vote for you no matter how bad the answer is. No, you give know me what? for a Green you know, Day I, tickets. You get to ask anyone a question. What is it? I told, I told Jimmy, Richie stole, my, stole what I was going to say, man, because 
I'm a mama's boy, you know. I'm raised by a single parent, which was my mom. And I, uh, you know, she died three years ago. And I, I'm just like Richie. I just would love to know. Yeah. Is she all right, man? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I couldn't think enough. I couldn't think enough else, man. Really, I couldn't. I get it. Well, Tom, God yeah, bless yeah. you and your family, my right. man. We always love you your calls. Thanks, Thanks pal. All right, take care. All, all right, right. 215-592-9494. Up ahead, what Chom said about Embiid and the Sixers. That plus, you might not know this. I don't know it, but I just got a printout of it. Now that we're talking about the Eagles starting the season in Brazil, who are they playing next year? Home and away. I mean, we know who they're going to play. We don't know the sequence. But who they're going to play, we're going to tell you that coming up next. Plus some Philly stuff with Ben Davis, that and all the phone calls. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on this Tuesday morning on 94 WIP. Hey, Super Bowl obviously up ahead in five days. And you can lock in with FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Obviously, the Super Bowl creates all sorts of opportunities that you can win from a betting standpoint, whether it's point spread, player props, over-unders, and more. Now, San Francisco remains a slight favorite in the game. I think that's ridiculous. I'm going KC all day with this one. But go whichever way you want with Super Bowl 58 and lock it in with FanDuel Sportsbook. And remember this, new customers, if you join today, you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So good by Conklin. On the road again. You really did sound like Willie. It's, it's really crazy. It's amazing. You got one guy that looked like Willie Nelson. You got another guy that sounds like Willie Nelson. The old WIP morning show. Holy smokes. Let's get to today's Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to By the way, if you missed that Conklin thing earlier, we'll play that again later in the show. It was outstanding about Joel being injured again. Unbelievable. All right, today's Twitter poll question of the day is brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. Red tag bonus cash on every new Armin Chevrolet Equinox ends soon. Find new roads to Armin Chevrolet. Visit ArminChevy.com. First question we have today, do you like the Eagles opening the 2024 regular season on a Friday night in Sao Paulo, Brazil? Three choices, yes, I like it, B, no, I don't like it, or C, I am indifferent. All right, second poll question, and then let's get to uh, Shams and something he said yesterday about Joel. Second poll question, do you think Joel Embiid plays again this season, yes or no? Now, obviously, we don't know the answer. We're just trying to surmise where people are at mentally on this one. Um, Surgery has not yet happened. It will presumably happen in the next couple days. Ideally, if they feel it's good enough time to go in there, they would do it before the trade deadline to give Daryl Morey some uh, indication of whether it's likely or not that Embiid will come back this year, and if so, when. But uh, hard to know that until the surgery occurs. I mean, that's what the, you know, that has been leaked to reporters. That's been reported. Let's listen to what Sham said yesterday about the Sixers as they approach the trade deadline. Remember, trade deadline is Thursday on possibilities for the Sixers as it relates to Joel's injury and the surgery. Here's what Sham said yesterday. When you go into this procedure, you literally don't know, is this going to be something he comes back in within two months where you look at it early April and you have a chance before the playoffs to get ready. But then the other thing is, even if it is a two-month return timetable, what if the Sixers at that point are in the play-in position? Do you, do you, if you're Joel Embiid and the Sixers, do you bring him back? I think those are all fair questions. And just no. in totality of it, they have expiring <laughs> contracts. They could have four or five first-round picks to trade come summertime. Do you waste one or two or whatever amount of them now 
with the uncertainty of Joel Embiid. I do think they will know exactly how long Joel Embiid will be out before Thursday's trade deadline. Well, look, they have today and tomorrow and part of Thursday in order to get that surgery done and to know that information. So clock's ticking there. So that's him saying he expects the surgery to be before the trade deadline, yeah. right? If you're reading between the lines. Yeah. But it also could be a hope. I mean, for what it's worth, it could be they hope to get it done Wednesday or Thursday or today, but maybe the swelling doesn't go down and they can't actually do that. Well, and if they don't get the surgery done before the trade deadline, I can pretty much expect that they will not be doing a trade before the deadline. I would like, agree. A meaningful trade. The surgery needs yeah. to happen in order for the trade to happen. I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's exactly right. John, when you hear the other guy, and I don't even know who it was there in the background with Sham say, you know, Shams is saying, it was almost rhetorical, like, would you even bring Joel back for the play-in game? And the other guy's like, no. Does that bother you? Yeah. Uh, the, I the figured it did. The re- reflexive, uh, immediate no, he can't survive even that. If that's what's implied there, yeah, when he's back, he will be back. Really, after this surgery, you know, in like a week, it'll be fixed. Like, his knee... Aside from but it won't whatever be, swelling but it won't is be remaining, fixed. yeah, it won't be okay, fixed. it won't feel perfect. Yeah, he's not going to play for have, a long they time. They will have shaved off whatever is torn, whatever offending meniscus. It was a problem that will no longer exist. That'll be gone, and the healing is all that will need to take place. And what they told me when I had these done was, once the swelling's out, that's all you need to worry about. Yeah, but here's the Everything thing: is solid structurally. The swelling is what hurts. I, John, so I so hear you, and I love you. I really do. I actually have come to truly love you. Here's my point. What they said to you without saying it to you was, get your butt back on the field. And, and honestly, and I'm going to be really frank, they didn't care that much about you. That's why you had a seven-year career. Like, they don't want Joel's career to be done in the next 18 months because of this. Like I, It's they, amazing to me that you feel as though I really believe that. I really do. that... Look, your sport is wired to I go play injured. They it's valued wired Joel Embiid more than they valued me, but they still valued me an awful lot. Like we are commodities. Like we are what's valuable. The 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 players themselves are what makes the the, the games be played. But there's always like, someone else. I I understand that. I understand that, and that is the key factor, that's, and that's yeah. why 53 I was guys looking over my to shoulder 12, 15, every single yeah, whole day. Thing, all of it. Why I was paranoid every every day of my career. Look, I, I know this truth. can go every which way. Like Patrick Mahomes last year, and you can't get more valuable to a franchise than he is right now in his sport. He played through an injury. It wasn't debilitating, but it was pretty severe last year in the playoffs. And God bless that guy. He played, and unfortunately for us, he slayed the Eagles with that ankle. So it's always touchy. I remember Grant Hill playing in a playoff series one time when he probably shouldn't have, and he was never the same again. So Robert Griffin III. Who? Robert Griffin III should have never played in that playoff series. That's right. That's that's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, let's go to the phones. By the way, coming up here, we're going to get to the Eagles' opponents. I I still don't know who it is. got a piece of paper here in front of me. I'll look at it in a moment. I'll tell you the info of who they play next year. We don't know the order, but we do know the teams. And we'll get to that soon. Let's hey, go to. Have you noticed that Joe can't see his screens anymore, yeah, Jimmy? Like, just put the, the last put the, couple days. Put it down. I don't want to put been, it down. He's been what? like shielding yeah. his eyes. Yes, I get it. I like looking out the windows. So you know I, right. I don't blame you for not putting it down. I'd rather put my hand yeah, out to I'm see that you. it's Will and Jenkintown. When you guys are at Borgata, I'll go and raise all those, yeah. even if it gets bright and I can't change it, just because I like to be able to look out. And I find it totally depressing when we walk in here and John Johnson's done the overnight in like almost near darkness. I'm like, what in the world? Oh, in darkness. Go the phones. After all, God said, what did he say, Ben? Let there be light. That's exactly right. He also said on the seventh day I rest, even though I've only worked for six days, which I always thought was kind of weird. Let's go to Will in Jenkintown. Good morning there, Will. Ben's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I mean, he didn't even have a football game to watch on a Sunday. No, no football. He's like, yeah, I'm sitting on my rump. Oh, okay there, God. All right, Will, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no problem, man. How you guys doing? Doing well, uh, Will. Yeah, I mean, my thoughts towards that football game are kind of just, uh, it's up in the air. I mean, I don't really care one way or another. I think it's a little ridiculous. But I told a buddy of mine a while back that I believe that eventually, 30 years from now, 20 years, whatever it is, there'll be a football game on every night when this football season. That's just ratings, money, whatever it is. Eventually it'll happen. I don't think it'll be every night, but I do see a scenario 
where they could use the bye as a way to have Tuesday games and Friday games and maybe Saturday games. I don't think you'll get a Wednesday, but I do see a scenario. Thursday through Monday. So six days a week. So. <laughs> Take away from college football. Well, they do at the end. They, 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 still, Saturday, they play Saturday already. Playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs, yeah. Well, not just playoffs. The last, like, three weeks of yeah, the regular season, no they have Saturday. Playoffs. When's college football? Correct. There's no mm-hmm. college games yeah. anymore. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see, though. You never know. I mean, let's put it this way. Friday, there's less to compete with. And yeah. Tuesday, there's less. Yes, Ben, to your point, Saturday's the day that's got yeah. Yeah, something there. Welcome to Wednesday Night Football. That's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Uh, um. So, yeah. And by but, the way, uh, they could go double by again. Remember, they did have a stretch of a couple years double by a few years ago. It was not good. You, no, you could, it wasn't it was a I stretch. remember that. It's just a one, wasn't it? I thought it was a couple years. I could be wrong, but it wasn't long, whatever it was. And I do remember feeling the absence of quality games on many Sundays because you just had so many less games. I will say, I'm in for Wednesday night football. Give it to me. Are you? Sure. Why not? What am I doing? Like, I, I'll take football every night. Like, I, I don't yeah, think it's great for the players or whatever. I, if I were a player, I'd be upset. But of course. I Would will. you rather have a football game on tonight or not? I will. Yes. Will. I, I have recognized the point of more can be better, but sometimes. I Will, do you know the cookie theory? Uh, I'm not familiar with it. No. All right. Let me tell you the cookie theory. So, Will, you like cookies, right? Yeah. All right. So, would you. Sort of depends on the cookie. No, actually, it doesn't. What I'm about to tell you. The first cookie is always better than the 12th cookie. Not if it's a white chocolate cookie. It's definitively better than the 25th cookie. There is a point mm-hmm. of oversaturation. I'm like, I don't want another cookie. Will, that's what the NFL needs to figure out with football the, to the public. The, the cookie theory is more of something great isn't always better. And that's what the NFL needs to figure out as they deploy these games in various days. Let's go well, pancakes for this theory. Pancakes, I think go ahead. pancakes is a better... Uh, well, pancakes get stuffed. That's different. Yeah. You do. You can. Uh, you can eat twelve cookies before you get stuffed. Correct. One pancake, yeah. and you're. I'm close. Pancakes can get you, man. They're dense. All right, Will. We're yeah. taking your time. Go ahead, my man. No, right, you guys are good, man. I appreciate it. I'm just having fun t- uh, listening to you guys. All right, guys. Paul. Do you know the Paul? Do you know the Paul Abbott theory? I do not. I mean, go ahead. It's called anybody <laughs> but him. <laughs> all right, all right. Do you know Paul? Do you know the uh, that was uh, the Pat Ryan theory? Will, do you know the Speedy Claxton theory? I do not. Don't believe the hype. <laughs> All right, yeah, I can roll him out. Dude. I can roll him out. All right, go ahead. Go did ahead. Did have that much hype though, dude? When the Sixers did. in 01 like, got to the final, like no, I'm going to tell you why. Because when the Sixers got to the finals in 01 that whole year, and everyone knew Speedy Claxton was out the whole year, the whole year the refrain was, "And wait till Speedy gets back next year. We're great, and then we get Speedy back." It was like freaking City Brown. Or not Sidney Brown. Yeah, Sidney Jones. Sidney Jones. Oh, we're winning yeah. the Super Bowl. Oh, and we get Sidney Jones next year. Oh, yeah. How'd that work <laughs> out? All right. Go ahead, Will, for the fifth time. I fall. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. It's fantastic. Or um, Will. So, uh, no, I mean, you know, I just – the way football progresses like that, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe hopefully they don't do it too much. My thoughts on the Super Bowl, I hope Kansas wins. I can't stand the 49ers. Uh, and then just – because I want to get to it. I've been hyped about this. Uh, your, your, your morning question. I yes. want to give you guys my question and my answer. Let's do it. So, my – so do I have to say it in a certain order? Does that matter? No, I just need to know who it is, too, and what the question is. All right. So, the question would be to Neil Armstrong, and the question would be, was the moon landing faked? Yeah, that's a question you could ask. I Listen, Will, I appreciate the call, my man. I feel very confident we went to the moon, but some people don't believe it. Ben, where are you on the moon landing? 100%. They did it. Yeah. 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 You know, let, let me ask you a question, Joe, about what you just said about the saturation thing. Yeah. If they're, I don't think they care about the saturation. If there's money to be made, they don't care about saturating whatever. It, they're, they want, they're out to make a dollar. Yes or no? Uh, yes, but I think they're smart enough to realize there's a point. What's that thing called? The tipping point? Um, the tipping point. The tipping point? Yeah. Okay. It's called the tipping point. The tipping point. point. <laughs> I think they, they do know, as businessmen, that there is a tipping point at some point. Like a price. Like, think of it this way. Every merchant would raise the prices if they knew they were going to make more money. But merchants also know there's a point where if I raise my prices, I'll make less money. Right. And I, and I think that applies to the owners. I mean, don't get me but wrong. they're always I, going to be looking for new ways to make more money. 100%. And you know what the main one normally is? Expansion. Yeah. Yeah, which we've Expansion. seen leagues over expand before. 
Yeah. The NHL. Yeah, of course. I will tell you this. The NHL got less of me as a fan when they invited like 10 towns in that I don't care about. I still don't care about Columbus, well, no Nashville, San Jose. Atlanta had a Atlanta, team. Atlanta, Vegas, Anaheim. Like, Florida. If, if you just gave me Flyers Rangers, Flyers Bruins, Flyers Islanders. Ten teams Flyers, in Canada. Flyers Capitals. Give me Toronto and Montreal. And, and, and they're about, and those are my, my games. I'm more into it. Mm-hmm. But when you give me Flyers Nashville, fundamentally going into that game that night, I'm like, eh, I don't really care as much. I'm not saying I don't care. I'm saying I don't care as much. And so, fair you know, point. It's, uh, it's a fair point. And this is where I really hope the NCAA holds the line on 68 teams. And, of course, it should have been 64. But when they talk about going to 100, 128 teams in, in the tournament, and they do talk about it, I mean, I'm telling you, I'd be out. Do you watch and any someone, of those play-in games? No. Neither do I. No. And I love, I love the tournament. I mean, if they invited no. 60 more teams into the tournament to get to 128, I'd the, be out to the Nobody's watching yeah. the first round. Unless there are teams in it. Nobody's filling no. out a bracket. No. You don't even know who they are. We, we, we don't kind of know who they are, mm-hmm. but you sort of get the 14 seed versus 3 seed team. Now I'm going to get what? A, Fairfield. I'm going to get a, you yeah, get I'm going to get Fairfield. As a 26 seed. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that, 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 great. John, you know when Fairfield made it one time in my lifetime, our record going into the NCAA tournament, 11 and 18. Ooh. But what? we had we had won our conference tournament. We were 8 and 18. <laughs> we won three in a row, and then we almost beat North Carolina in the first round. Really? I was a freshman. Yes. Well, almost and beat. You, James, you played him tough. What is almost beat? James, yeah. Well, how much did you lose by? We lost by 7 to 9. Wow. And, we had, to, and we, had to leave, we had to leave with five minutes to go. Greg Francis made eight three-pointers in that game, set a tournament record, I think until Steph Curry broke the freaking record. And we had a freaking six foot four center, and they brought in freaking Zerge Swicker off the bench, seven three of them, and we couldn't do this anything with that guy. Is, we and then I, your center, and then I saw him on a plane. I saw him on a plane. Almost went postal on that your guy. Your center was plane. thirteen inches shorter than their center. Yeah, their backups. Their backup center. <laughs> and they had, and they had Vince Carter <laughs> and they had Vince Carter and Antoine Jameson, and we hung tight. Wow. We hung tight for a long time. Yeah, I bet. All right, go Stacks. Shout out to all my Fairfield people out there. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Tim right now. Hi, Tim. Good morning. Uh, that's that's a funny story about Fairfield. But anyway, and the game was uh, in the we, state of North Carolina. And if it wasn't in the state uh, of North Carolina, we would have had the crowd on our side. But everybody was rooting for and, North and, Carolina. And they had the refs. Right? And they had the refs. Right? And they had the refs. But yeah. one but one of our players uh, punched Shimon Williams going to the locker room at halftime, and the public doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that was under the no. tunnel. But anyway, go ahead. And then, and, then that, and then that kid got kicked out of school, but not for that reason. Go Did he play the second half? Yeah, but he didn't play the second half of his career at Fairfield. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. Uh, Rhea kind, kind of stole my thunder uh, why I'm against uh, the game on a Friday night is because of high school football. I think, I think it's extremely disrespectful to really the kids who are the grassroots of the sport um, you know, and, and someone who has been involved in high school football, you're going to think that night, that night, uh, the attendance or the lack thereof attendance oh, at high man. school games. And, and, and you know, in, in a lot of these high schools, you know, really rely on financially the game. Tim, I, I didn't I, think I, of that. And I can't believe we didn't think of that. I, I, it really is an oversight uh, on my well, part, on our part. Friday night, but that's the first Friday yeah. of, of the, the season but for Tim, a lot of schools. Tim, what did Adam Smith say many years ago when he wrote The Wealth of Nations? Well, okay, well, but, but, The strong but are going to uh, gobble up the weak. Okay, but when, but when uh, NFL teams are getting public money to build stadiums, that kind of thing. No, you're right, right on. You are 100% yeah. right. That's what irritates and, me. And, it, and, and, John, you know, you and I who play football, it disrespect. Those kids are working right now in January for yeah. the season 2024. Yeah. And guys like Tim Rumpel, who you know, who's putting in all those hours, those coaches, yeah. and for the NFL to throw out a Friday night game, it, it, to me, is, is, is highly disrespectful. Huh. Well, that's another way to look at it. Tim, give me a big-time answer, man. You get to ask anybody a question from history. You're going to get an honest answer in this hypothetical. What question are you asking and who's it to? Amelia Earhart, what happened? Yeah. Here's the only problem with that one. 
I think we know what happened. She crashed. Yeah. <laughs> we just, I mean, not sure where she crashed, but and she crashed. Not sure exactly why, but something stopped working and she crashed. The plane in the 40s probably wasn't put together that well. I would tend to agree. I would agree with that. All right, I got a couple of uh, Phillies questions for Mr. Ben Davis. Mm-hmm. Let's do, we'll just rapid fire here. Mm-hmm. Cody Bellinger, what say you? Yes. I'm in. You're in. I'm in. So that means Rojas is just. Bye-bye. Would Rojas be better served in that scenario being a bench player or a minor leaguer getting a lot of at-bats? Minor leaguer getting at-bats. All right. Should the Phil- I'm just going to go rapid fire okay. here. Should the Phillies – I mean, there's talk they could still add a starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's more likely to happen or unlikely? Unlikely. I agree with you on that. Unlikely. The, the concept Rob Thompson has put out there that he learned from his postseason, let's call it adherence, to what worked – is what I'll continue to do. Sounds like he wants to be more open-minded in future Octobers that they get there. Do you think he will be? Because he just had, like, I'm sticking by what I'm st- – I won't even call it the book. The book is, like, old now. Now it's, like, whatever is the new book. He was sticking by, this is what I believed in when I crafted this game plan two weeks ago. I'm going to stick with it. Do you think he'll do that or be more open-minded now? I think he's stuck to not the book, but – you know, you dance with the one who brought you, right? And I think that's where he was. He he went to he put the lineup up that got him to where he was. Yes, in the he playoffs. did. You think he throws I, that piece of paper out? I think he after the last two years and not achieving the ultimate goal. I think he kind of has to. Yeah, so I hope so. How to does, a certain degree? How does he do it degree. differently? How does he? He has referred to the idea uh, after last season with the World Baseball Classic. Hey, we're probably gonna have to do things differently next year mm-hmm. so we can hit the ground running. Well, that's another one to start the season. Yeah, yeah. what's the? What do How they do, do they to, hit to the ground crank running? up the start of the season? Well, I think first and foremost, the starting pitching has to be where it needs to be. If they're gonna, they're only gonna go as far as the starting pitching is gonna take them. That's the bottom line. I think the on, on the lineup is gonna sustain itself. I think he might see a change at the top, whether that be Turner or Stott at the top of the lineup um, and move Schwarbs down. I think that might, might be a, a something would he's you going to tinker with. Turner or Stott? I would prefer Stott at the top. Is that in part to get Harper to bet three instead of four and avoid two lefties? Harper has to hit in the first inning. Has to. So whether that be in the two-hole or three-hole, he's got to hit in the first inning. All right, let's take on again. We're just rapid-fire questions here for Ben. Sir Anthony last year went backwards big time. Mm-hmm. Why? And do you think it'll be different this year? I think it will. I'll answer the second one first. I think it will be different this year. I think he lost his confidence. He just didn't have that same moxie out on the mound. He didn't have that same mound presence, that demeanor. Um, can you get that back? Without a doubt. With his stuff, yes. I think he can, he can challenge guys a little bit more, be a little bit more confident within the strike zone. Ben, they got about seven to eight weeks before the season starts in late March. Do you think they will sign Zach Wheeler to a long-term contract extension before the start of the regular season? I sure hope so. I was ta- talking with a couple uh, kids last night. He He's invaluable what he does on the mound every he's day. He's essential. He's invaluable. And you want to talk about one of the most underrated starting pitchers in all of baseball? Correct. He's unbelievable. And he just seems to be getting better and better. And he's a great freaking dude. Awesome so, dude. If Nola got... Seven years, 172, what does his deal look like? I think he gets – Remember, he's 34. Yeah. I, I think he gets a five-year deal. I think he gets a five-year deal for buck fifty. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of coin. Yeah. All right, last thing here, Ben. In the event that they reconfigure the lineup without Schwarber leading off, and let's say Schwarber hits five and Harper hits three and Stott hits one mm-hmm. and Turner hits two. Who's the righty bat you would hit fourth? You've got three options, JT, Bohm, and Castellanos. Bohm. Why? Better hitter. And I think what he did with RBIs last year, his two-out RBIs were were off the charts. Uh, I I just look at him as a more complete hitter and and someone you can maybe rely on a little bit more and put balls in play. That's good stuff. We'll be cranking up more and more and more Phillies coverage with Ben, with Ruben, all our Phillies guys, as we move closer and closer to the start of spring training, which is now in a week, and obviously the regular season, like I said, in late March. Let's get to uh, Ian right now in Delaware. Hi, Ian. My man, hey, I never uh, I never know. Ian or Ian, I'm so sorry. Which is it? It's, it's Ian. I'm sorry, Ian. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, so I had an answer for the question of the day. Yes, sir. O.J. Simpson. 
Wow. I want to ask if he murdered Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman. And I want an honest answer. Yep. That that's a big one. So the OJ thing. That's I mean, hey, listen. I mean, he wrote the book If I Did It. So mm-hmm. Which is know. so outrageous. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> really. Un- just truly unbelievable. It truly it's, it's incredible. He's a guy it's, who really has is. absolutely no shame. It's it's just it's and so I, I did talk to my uncle John last week after I told the story two weeks ago about my cousin writing OJ in the jail during the trial. And he reconfirmed to me it's a hundred percent true and OJ did write him back. So my cousin reached out to OJ. And my cousin was ninety four. My cousin was twelve years old. He wrote OJ. OJ wrote him back wow. from jail. And by the way, you ready for this? You ready for this? And he, in yeah. the letter, OJ said, I didn't do it. <laughs> at, the wow. ve- at the very end. He still has to have this letter. Has correct? the letter. And my uncle said to me, Can you How imagine long was if the I. Letter I don't that, know. That he replied I don't know. But my uncle said, Could you imagine if I ever, like, you know, look to sell this? He said, During the trial, I have handwritten a handwritten letter from OJ saying, I didn't do it. Now, I'm not saying it's the only letter O.J. wrote. I don't know. I does mean, your cousin believe that? Does my cousin believe yeah. it? My cousin passed away, so oh, I don't know. Gotcha, but, but, gotcha. Um, but yeah, that, isn't that amazing? It's an it amazing, amazing. It's an amazing part of family history. It really oh, is. Yeah. All right, let's get to, uh, to M, calling from Virginia. Hi, M. Hey, how y'all doing? Good, buddy. Hey, M. Um, what I wanted to get to today? I don't know. I always call him on hold for three days. Um, the Brazil game, that would have worked. The Brazil so, game what? I was I was looking I was looking at uh our home opponents. The only one I see fit and I don't know how y'all would agree with mm-hmm. me, but the only game I would see fit to play week one at a disadvantage, um Dallas. You know, I'll be surprised if they make it um one of the NFC East games. Uh, because okay. th- I think I, I, I think feel- they know that is such a valuable game in the city of Philadelphia to be played in the city of Philadelphia. I would be oh, if they took stunned. that away from Eagles fans here, that yeah. would be that would be ugly. I think that would be I think that would be a huge mistake, and I think they know not to do that. And NBC always wants that thing on Sunday Night Football, whether it's home or away. That game's on Sunday Night Football pretty much every year, one way or the other. All right, Dan, we're going to go through this schedule right now. Give me an answer here when you think of something that you would like. To ask someone from history, they'll give you an honest answer. What are you asking someone? A.J. Brown, what the hell happened this year? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. I like that. A.J. Brown, I like that. What happened? Good stuff. All right, let's get to the Eagles' schedule as it relates to who they will play, not when they will play, but who they will play. And let's start, um, obviously we know, um, so it's designed to be nine home games, eight road games. The ninth home game has been taken away and moved to Brazil. Um, now, obviously, you know, three games at home and three games on the road related to the, the division. Dallas, Giants, Commanders every year. All right, we get that. So really what we're looking at are who are the six teams they play out of the division. So let's start with this reality. They play the Eagles in 2024 will play the NFC South, which is a pretty weak division. So that division, the two teams they will play at home, are the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. Atlanta and Carolina at home, the two teams they will play on the road from that division are the team that knocked them out of the playoffs, obviously, the Tampa Bay Bucks and the New Orleans Saints. Not a bad division to have to play. I mean, James, as divisions go. I don't know, Joe. NFC South. Oh, yeah. It's the, I you would, got new coaches. Who that's are, fine. I think it's the, the best who one. Who are the quarterbacks? I think if you could choose any division to division? play, Joe, that's the division you choose. Yeah, there's, no, there's no quarterbacks in that yeah, division. Exactly. I mean, maybe Baker Mayfield, maybe not. I don't even know if he's in that division anymore. Yeah, I think it's the the best you could hope for. I mean, John, Carolina— It's just a huge question mark. It's like— it, No, but they but compared to other divisions, you get that or you get a— I mean, come they on. They had a 9-8 win team, the, team win the division this year. I mean, they were, they, were empirically, were they were empirically the worst division this yes, year. Yes, that's right. You got teams who were bad, and the, the fact that they were so bad— it made it necessary to bring in new. Well, look, they'll have higher draft. Regimes. They'll have higher draft. They will be better this year. Well, is my point. A lot. It sometimes takes time for new regimes to get rolling, too. You know, so sometimes like they just hit the stuff. ground running. Yeah. All right. So that that that's the division that they play from that standpoint in the NFC. Now let's get to the 
outside of the conference. Outside the conference, the division they're playing is the AFC North. So the two teams Eagles will play at the link are the Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson, and a good defense, and what seems to be a good coaching staff with Stefanski, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, who still don't have a quarterback. Yeah. And then on the road from that division, the Eagles will play the Bengals. Burrow obviously will be back and healthy. And the team many thought was the best team this year in football at the Baltimore Ravens, which would actually be a pretty fun game to go to for people locally if you just want to take a drive down. Although the Ravens have a pretty loyal fan base themselves, so we'll see how much those tickets become available. But all right, now here are the tick. Here are the games they play um, outside of those two divisions: home versus the Packers. Fascinating, John, to see a Jordan Love Jalen Hurts mashup. That's a good one. Oh, that's a great game. Home versus Jacksonville. Doug comes back again. Trevor Lawrence, I just don't think is that good. I just don't. I don't care what his pedigree was and all that. I just don't think he's that good. And then the other game, the Eagles play. I can rip it. I mean, he he's growing. I yeah. he's better. He's and that team is exciting though. Like that that team's prospects, they're pretty solid. Yep. And then at the Rams. Seltzer, I like this. Like, as Jeez. far as opponents go. It's a tough schedule. Now, the Eagles though. got a second-place schedule, but I don't think it sounds that tough. No, I'm with you. I like, You don't think it sounds tough? Right, no. Outside the division. Comparatively? Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, let, it's certainly a lot easier than this year. All right, let's go outside the division. Hardest game, because division's the division. Hardest game they will have outside the division is the at the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Second hardest game they will have is. Guys, the, the Bengals are really the good, Bengals. too. And, and the Cleveland Browns were really good, also. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers, don't count them out. Like, that, that whole division, they are nasty, and they will smack you. Like, that, that is a tough type of football. Well, that's a tough division. I'll, I'll give you that. The Steelers, the Ravens, the Bengals, that's, that's pretty tough. The Browns, that's a tough division. That's, yeah. That's, and but it's and kind by of, the way, like, we're, we, I think – my worry is that we're getting away from the rough and tumble, like smash you in the face run game stuff. Like that, that would serve us well there. Yeah. Because that's right, so what we're going to get right back at us. You want to react to who the Eagles are going to play next year. And again, the, the actual schedule will come out. What, what is it, April or May? Something like that. Uh, but those are the teams the Eagles will play. By the way, T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.